This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. All Hit Radio! To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, and the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 8 p.m. Eastern until midnight on the Exxon Broadcast Network and around the world on the Starcom Radio Network. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On all social media sites, TV, And you can listen to the Exxon Live as well as the best of 724-365 at www.xzoneradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Tommy Hawksblood. Tommy grew up in North Bergen, New Jersey, and had his first encounter with a UFO when he was six years old. He came close to his first alien at the age of 12. During those six years, he spent working with a deity by the name of Green Tara, which he found out who it was 12 years later. Now, he learned hypnosis at 14 and was fortunate enough to work with world-renowned mentalist, the amazing Kreskin. Then later, a group hypnosis, which led him into past life regressions, and later into psychic implant removals. Now, in the late 60s, he was working with the number one medium out of the New York Psychic Center, Pat Jordan, in which they did ghost busting in and around New York and New Jersey. They created a covenant at that time. During that time, he was uh, learning much about psychic abilities. He became an empathic at the age of 25, For a few years, now spending much of his working life in soul travel and the UFO wave. Joining me now from Hawaii is Tommy Hawksblood. And Tommy, welcome to the X-Zone. Greetings. Hello. It's a pleasure to meet you. Love you. Uh, Tommy, tell us a little bit more about your first UFO encounter when you were six. I guess this is when it all started to change my whole life. Mm -hmm. Uh, I came from a, a sad kind of a situation in family, but I was having my tonsils out, and my brother was having his out for the second time, which is kind of like not a normal thing for people to go through. So we were both in the hospital, and it was 12 midnight, uh, and they, they were, we were singing a song, which we heard from, I hate to bring the name up, but Bill Cosby, oh, yeah. one of his first comedy routines 
I heard his, his comedy routine where he was in the hospital having his tonsils out. Yeah. And he was screaming, ice cream. Yeah. We're going to get ice cream. So we were doing that in the hospital room at 12, 12 midnight. Uh, there were three of us in the room. I was right. facing one person, and my brother was across the room on the other side next to the window. All of a sudden, he jumps up in the back of his... It's kind of like a crib, because when, you, when you're that little, they have these bars that come up to keep you in there. Mm-hmm. And he was standing in the back screaming. Oh, wow. I just jumped out of my crib, ran over to the window. This giant ball-like ship was right coming right towards the window, and he was screaming. I just put my hands up, spread apart on the window, and stared at the ship, and it just shot back out into space. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing, why I even did what I did. I mean, I was six years old, never saw a UFO, and right. didn't even know what a UFO was. And then I saw it shoot back out into space. Uh... That was the eye-opener for me. My brother doesn't even realize what happened. The, the kid, the person that was across from me said, what was that? What was that? So the light was so bright. And uh, he kind of like didn't, it didn't bother him at all, but it was on my mind. Uh, so it started putting pressure in my thinking about what's out there and what's really going on. Uh, so then it was not much later. I was sitting in my bed, just sitting up thinking about what life was about at six and a half, seven. And I was being visited by a deity. And at that point, being that old, I didn't know what a deity was, but she was a beautiful deity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she took me out of my body. And I traveled for four years with her and learned many things. Not like what people would say, what do you learn? What do you learn? Uh, not like the experiences you learn on planet Earth. I was learning about crystals, light, animal crystals, beasts. The entity, I mean, the, gnom, the gnomes and salamanders, the uh, air, fire, water spirits, and all those kind of things, and, and, and spirit and energy and all those other things as well. So by the time I was 11, I, I had an awareness of a lot of things. But uh, the first time I ever had a friend stay over my house, we were up in the, in, in our, in the bedroom, right. and we heard noises. So we go walking down the stairs, and there's this being standing there. It was about, I, we were little. Uh, right. I was 11. I had to be about six foot eight, six foot nine, kind of tall, skinny, but at it kind a, of had at, a, a cat's head. At 11, you were six foot eight? No, he was. The oh, being oh, that we saw. Oh, I, this, I, I'm uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Well, well the our, thing we were looking at was kind of tall yeah. uh, to us. We ran upstairs. We got a baseball bat and, <laughs> and, and a stick, and we were going to go down and try to fight it. Right. And then it, it kind of like just went through the door. And then we looked and we saw this light outside and the ship just took off. Oh, my God. Uh, at that time, I was 11. So uh, we ran upstairs and my mother goes, hold on, hold on, let me get this straight. You, you stay in the other room, let me ask him what he saw. And then, then she asked me what I saw. And she goes, well, whatever you saw, you both saw it. I said, well, right, we both did. We went mm-hmm. downstairs, we were going to try to get it. Uh, so at that point, I was being brought up as a Protestant, yes. going to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother told me that I could no longer, that spirits, that spirits that I talked to weren't real. So this being that I was working with, I didn't know what to do because my mother's telling me that it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Well, sure. And if you can't trust your so mother, who can I, you trust, right? Exactly. She already told yeah. me Santa Claus wasn't real. The Easter Bunny's not real. Superman's oh, not real. Oh my God. So, uh, so then it was like, here I am. And I said, well, what do I do? So yeah. by the time... I got into hypnosis when I was 13 when I met Treskin. I started doing hypnosis at 14. I was doing 
kind of gave hypnosis with all my friends. I kept hypnotizing as many as I could at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it was fun for me at the time. Uh, most of my friends, I gave everybody a word. I could hypnotize everybody with just saying one word to each one of them, and they would go completely out right. in front of each other so I could make them see each other hypnotized. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I was going to become baptized. I went to my minister, and we were allowed, I was just baptized at 14. Right. And we were allowed to ask our minister, minister uh-huh. a couple of questions, and I said sure. to, to him, what is God? And he goes, well, nobody knows what God is. So what's heaven look like? Nobody knows what's heaven. I said, well, what do you do in heaven? Well, nobody knows. And I said, well, I don't know. I don't want to be a Protestant no more. So then I actually formed my own covenant. Mm-hmm. I had my own, own guidelines. Uh, my best friend was one of the top psychics, I said, you said before, right. at the New York Psychic Center. And we used to go into, she used to go into trances. I used to get whatever I needed from her directly. Mm-hmm. She used to channel this with Josette from from Salem, and I got all my spells that I needed. But then I started working on. I had I had a covenant of thirteen. I was a high priest, so I was. We were trying to create energy and see what it could do and stuff. And we tried different things and multiple things, and I and I started proving to myself. Uh, so something really really bad happened, which I won't say over the air right now, uh, but it made me realize. I said, I'm playing with fire, and then. Uh, I got pulled into a relationship and even that kind of pulled me away a little bit for a couple years. Mm-hmm. But then I really started a spiritual quest. But what happened along my spiritual quest, alien chips were always there and I got involved with people involved with the Montauk project and, and saw different things. And it became like part two of my life. It's UFOs and spiritualism. Both parts are the only thing that are important in my life. Uh, because I had to see over a thousand ships in my life some from really close up. Uh, and then later on, I was doing UFO work up in Mon- uh, Montauk, uh, New-, uh, New Jersey. Basically, it was where Tesla was doing all his work. His government property, we used to go on there three or four hours every other night, six days a week, uh, and film and take pictures all night long and see all kinds of weird stuff. Uh, at that time, we started lecturing around the United States for global sciences. And this was about 96, 97. And people really weren't ready to see pictures of strange things, weird things. Uh, never mind, but we really in UFOs yet. When you say weird, three, weird pictures, strange things, what are you talking about, Tommy? Can you share any with us? Okay. Oh, sure. Uh, it's like, like I, I, we, we talked for years and people didn't even want to hear it. Really? We saw six-foot butterflies, fish flying through the air in the middle of the night, uh, uh, a mushroom that was about four feet high that just appeared, and these strange mists that like, used to ride along the ground like a mm-hmm. white cloud. They would follow you wherever you go, and if you turn around, they move away from you. And in the distance, in all the trees, you would see these red eyes. And then I, I can, can go a little deeper because we did see, uh, we wouldn't see it, but we heard a dragon. I mean, when we, there were six of us there, and he really loud, kind of like shaking you. And then we heard the scream. I, can't, I just had a problem with my tooth done yesterday, so I can't kind of do the sound that it did, but it was a real loud screech. It echoed through the whole, the whole mountain. Uh, and then we heard a crash. And then all these rocks started falling down. So the next day we went there and we actually got the footprint of the dragon where it landed on the ground. Uh, 
the, another night, we were walking into the, it's where Tesla did all his work. They actually blew up the city and flooded it. It's a whole story, which I don't think we'd have time to do. Not tonight. Uh, what really went down in Jersey. Yeah, not tonight. And it was the most incredible story, the most incredible UFO story that went on in the United States ever. I mean, it entailed the, the government, the army. I mean, they, they were on file for, for six months because this reservoir was a city that they flooded and the ships were just going in and out of it. But in the interim, uh, Tesla did all his work there and they blew up this mountain. So that's where we were filming all these kind of things. I filmed the first orb on my regular camera and then we started doing that. And then we actually did the first lecture in New York City saying we're going to take pictures of orbs wherever we go. And we did that as part of our show when we traveled as well. So we were the first people probably going out saying we can film orbs anywhere, anytime. Tommy, what, what is an orb? See, I can only give you what I feel. Think, yeah, feel. that's all I'm asking, because my friend. Everybody has a viewpoint. Right. People have a viewpoint what an orb is. It's an energy field, mm -hmm. and it's probably an entity for a word. Right. Uh, a different kind of a life form. They come to energy. The problem is they come to any form of energy. Uh, a negative energy, a positive energy, love, hate, mm -hmm. anger, fear, any kind of emotional energy where they come to feel the energy and they go towards it or they stay around it. We used to light crystals up in the fields, in the mountains where we were. I used to put spheres on top of lights to light up the whole mountain. And then uh, these light things would come around, or, or different orbs would come around, and I'd dance and bring them into the light and stuff like that. It was just one thing that I felt that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And even at that point, uh, the head of the Chippewa Nation, the head medicine person, uh, medicine man, uh, two Jaguar priests, four uh, elders from Canada, all were given a vision to come to be with us. And we did ceremony on the mountain where, where Tesla did all his work. Uh, but my friend that I did all this stuff with didn't come that night. So I was with these elders alone with them. And they said, well, there's no spirits left here. I said, well, I made sure I freed as many spirits as I could when I do my ceremony here on the mountain. What kind of they were all there. What kind of ceremony uh, were you I, I'm part Native. Okay. I'm part Native. Uh, and I learned how to cross beings over uh, at different levels. And when I first got there, there were so many different kinds of spirits everywhere. Really? So I would do a dance, a native dance, mm -hmm. in front of these crystals, and then uh, do my prayers, and then work with the light and allow these beings to go. I have a couple, I actually got one picture of one that we shot, but uh, during that, uh, my friend shot a picture of me, which is actually a picture of me looking back at myself, which is actually on my site. If you go to How to See God or uh, AventuresIntoTheStrange.com, uh, you will see one of those pictures. Uh, we sent it to all the UFO people. They have no clue how it could have been made or what it was a picture of. Mm -hmm. I mean, we kind of separated. He created a whole thing out of it saying it's my demon self looking at myself and a lot of things. But all the UFO people have no clue. I just showed it to a medicine woman recently, and she says, well, you're looking at yourself in the future. Uh, so, I mean, again, everything that a person perceives is their perception. Uh, and obviously, it's hard to get other people to see the same perception that you're going through. Sure, because we're all so but different. Again, but again, we had thousands, not, not 10, mm -hmm. 20, thousands of pictures of strange ships, UFOs, orbs, as well as videos. He shot a video of an alien coming towards him mm -hmm. with my camera. Uh, I wasn't there. It was the one night he went without me. And this mist opened up in this kind of 
there's a, a stone dragon uh, statue in one of the museums, and it looked exactly like the creature that came out of the mist uh, and started talking to him. He tried to sell that movie for a million dollars to a museum in in, uh, in, Europe, in uh, London, I think. They gave him $50,000, but they didn't want it, uh, so he got it back. But we got to see, like I said, multiple things here. Uh, the government was working there for a long time. Tesla was working there. The energy was intense. I mean, we, I could go into the whole uh, vortex thing, which is the only thing I'm, I only brought that up to say that the vortex is when they did the Montauk project and the Philadelphia experiment, they put a rip in the energy field that goes from this dimension into the next. And when they did that, they put a rip that made it bigger, meaning a lot of the stuff in the now. That's why there's more abductions, more uh, possessions, more people seeing creatures and entities and different things now, more people saying they're talking to every angel under the sun as well. So it opened up this gateway to allow more things in. And the only thing I'll add to that before I change it all completely, but at the end of that, a couple of year, years ago, there was a, a blackout from Canada all the way down to Florida. Yeah. That was the 20th year cycle of the Montour Project because that's when the gate opens, uh, and that's what happened. And they never said why. They never released anywhere in the United States about what happened that day when it all shut down. Uh, I'll be able to compress the nickels. I was dealing with one of them a little more than the other. Uh, and then I got involved with the creatures. I, I actually saw the uh, Montauk creature, uh, and at the same time, in Jersey, I saw a Bigfoot. I was two feet from it. It was right next to me. Uh, I could have touched it, but I started running. Uh, and I had, I had reasons. I was running back to the truck to try to get my camera because I didn't have my camera on me. Uh, but that's a, whole, that's a different story, mm -hmm. which was part of my reality. Opening my eyes to see things. When they say, well, this isn't real, or that's not real. I mean, everybody will learn in their own time when they're ready to experience it or accept it. That's the way I would put it. Tommy, uh, let me ask you this. Are UFOs from here, or are they from outer space? Well, my viewpoint, they are not from here. Uh, they wouldn't need a spaceship if they were from here. Uh, again, there's two, two kinds of beings. Mm -hmm. ETs, interdimensional beings, and then aliens. Aliens driving a ship, interdimensional beings don't need a ship. But the ships, I will debate anybody from Stephen Hawkins down the, down the road to any one of them, even to uh, uh, Einstein. Einstein was wrong about a lot of things, and they're going to start proving everything he said was wrong eventually. Uh, first of all, when I shot my first ship with a camera that was a $35,000 camera uh, 25 years ago, it was traveling faster than the speed of light. We shot pictures, and the camera shoots 300 frames a second. We had to watch those 300 frames a second in slow motion. On two frames or three frames, the ship was on it, going across the whole sky. Uh, so I knew it. I said, that's ridiculous. They're not, they have to be traveling faster than the speed of light to get through the universe in the time they do. Sure. And then uh, when they say, well, they go into a, a wormhole or, or, or a black hole, I mean... I disagree with it at all. Now, there's a person that came out last month, a, a top uh, scientist said, well, we don't have any real proof of anything in space. It's only theory. So with that being said, for them to say, well, it's definitely a black hole. They go through the bended and they go through bending time. Tesla's going to be wrong. Uh, I mean, not Tesla, sorry, Einstein. 
uh, Tesla was right on. He was working with an alien, and he had he has that actually in his notes. I actually saw the notes way back when I was in uh, uh, Jersey. So he was talking about that way back then uh, when he was doing his notes. So it, it was a real thing that I feel that had to be because a person like that doesn't come out with 200 inventions that all work considering he invented the first radio and then how to, how, how to time travel and how to quit. He actually was responsible for quantum physics at that time. So yeah, he was working with something beyond what people here knew or could figure out in college and, and, and think they could learn by sitting in college for four, four years. So that whole thing, uh, UFOs do come from other worlds. I'm not going to say UFOs don't come through dimensions. If it's through a dimension, it's not a solid ship. When I say you aliens, I always refer to a solid object ship, meaning it, it travels through space and it, it's a form. Uh, interdimensional beings travel in light bodies, light, and it, the light forms like a ship if you look at it as a white light, but it's not a solid object. Uh, and I don't know if you watched any of the pictures of the, the ships going into the sun and everything. Uh, they're going into the sun because the sun's not solid. It's liquid. Mm -hmm. It's a gas. And these ships get their power from it. Uh, Again, here in Hawaii, right now, my friend called me yesterday, watched me come over his house. He said he shot a whole bunch of videos of ships going into the volcano. So, obviously, the ships are a lot stronger and built different than the technology that we can assume that we have or what was shown we have. A friend uh, who, was, who was found dead two days after he did the show with Jesse Ventura, uh, Fred Bell, well, he worked on a lot of this stuff. I got pretty close to what he was saying about these different things and everything. Uh, so I trust him because he was working on the ships way back when. Uh, then when Jesse Ventura says, well, oh, uh, aren't you worried about the government? He goes, no, no, I work for the government. And he goes, well, what about me? Oh, well, don't worry about it. You're a high, high person out there. Two days later, he was found dead in a hotel room right after that interview. So, I mean, the government watches people. And what I wanted to say, I, and I don't want to change the whole subject, but uh, there's hundreds of whistleblowers coming out right now on every aspect of aliens, government, secret programs, and everything else. The only problem, and I mean, I watch and listen to every single one of them. Mm -hmm. I met with so many different people that claim this and that. The problem is they don't fit together. They're not the same story. I mean, if you have two people coming out and say, well, they were Kennedy when he was shot. Well, one says, well, no, it wasn't Kennedy. It was a double. I mean, you can, ha you can change the story. Sure. Uh, and that's what's happening. When I listen to these stories over and over, and I used to, I had my own show and I was bringing people on. I just got tired of bringing people that are telling stories. To mm -hmm. me, if it can't be provable, and if it doesn't help the human race, it's totally useless. And yet most, have, most, of, the well, people, most of the people that talk about government uh, conspiracies, cover-ups, uh, all these conspiracy theories, it's all talk. There's very little proof out there. See, that's the biggest thing that I, I complain about. Yeah. If, when the, 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 what's the thing? The, the, the person that has to prove it is the person that's saying it. Exactly. Not the person that's listening to it. Yeah. So if you're going to say you're God, well, prove you're God. If you're going to say you're an alien, prove it. Mm -hmm. What makes you different than us if you say you're an alien? Yeah. Uh, I can go into that in great detail because I, I, I just had some incredible things happening. But on top of all that, working with abductees, which I started when I was 25, uh, people that were abducted and had implants stuck in them and different things. Uh, the story's the same after you pull them out of the programmed idea that they were stuck with. Now, Bud Hopkins isn't here to defend himself. I didn't like him. I didn't agree with him. 
But my best friend was the person that made him famous. She went on tour with him for his first year. Uh, and he, he worked with people I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, uh, he didn't help them with their abduction. I mean, even look at Travis Walter, uh, Walter Travis. Uh, he's still dealing with his situation that happened all these years. And he was only abducted once. I'm dealing with people with multiple abductions. And the girl that I'm talking about, she was abducted for a couple of years. And I, I, I'm staying in touch with her because I'm just seeing, because there's a lot of UFO stuff happening every which way right now. And I'm just wondering if they're going to be bugging her again. But in the interim, I got one of the most incredible stories I'm working on right now, trying to get publicity for it, because we will bring the most important information out to the world that the world really needs to see or hear or, or observe and test for themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm so, talking, are aliens real? Are, are Bigfoot real? I mean, is there really ships? Are they real ships? Are they government ships? Are they our ships? Mm-hmm. All those kind of questions. We plan on doing it. We're, we're working. I have a camera person that will do the whole thing, but we, we want to do a six-part series and sell it to a company that's willing to support it. Yeah, I want them to be involved with the information as we pull it out. Well, I'll tell you for because, I'll tell you uh, one, I'll tell you one thing. Bigfoot is real. There was a there was a scientific discovery earlier this year that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that Bigfoot did exist and does exist. It's a new hominin that was discovered, and the scientific information was found around Mount St. Helens. Well, I I can't go into that in detail. I can. I'm dealing with people involved with that see, right now. I, I've got the I've got the scientific paper. I've had Mitchell Townsend on the show, so you know that there's no big secret about okay. it. Okay. Well, there's uh, a lot of things. There's a city underground there, and there's a lot of other things. The government's taking over Mount Shasta right now. I mean, there's a whole bunch of movement going on. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but how do we know government this? Mo- how do we know this movement is real? Like when people want to. When people want to bamboozle other people, they come up with these great big stories about underneath underground uh, bases, and they come up with all this crap and corruption. They sound like lunatics. So how can anybody take them seriously? Well, well see, here's the thing. If they don't have the video and the proof, then they should shut up. Now, let me say this. Mm-hmm. Phil Schneider, all right, he came out and started talking about it, and then six months later when he started talking about it, he kind of got cremated uh but in the interim he has body marks that nobody could do with a knife or or a cigarette or anything when he was hit by the gun the laser from the alien his hand was blasted on an angle his stomach was blown out and it blew Mm -hmm. out his foot yeah uh that's not a normal thing a person could recreate well i'm gonna just set this up and make it look like i was shot by a laser really but again i have a friend in long island now he's in the nut house He's been in there since 1996. Uh-huh. 1996 was the year the government decided to go after a lot of people. They took out Phil Snyder. They took John Floyd. He's in the, in the nut house in Long Island. Uh, they killed a lot of people. My best friend who worked for NASA, who I actually just started showing some UFOs and we were going to do something incredible, mm-hmm. his whole family disappeared within three days. All right, and that was in Jersey. A couple of my friends disappeared as well. Uh, so when people say things, I saw John Ford's video. Mm-hmm. It's the best video of a UFO crash that was ever taken. He made four copies of it, sent it around the world. If he dies, everybody in the world will see him. If he lives, nobody will see him. So well, let, let, me ask, let me ask you this. House, let me ask you this. If there's all this proof, how can the governments of the world still deny the existence? Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, first, and you know, I keep asking myself, somebody has mm -hmm. to slip up sooner or later. And we have to be at that point right now. I'm talking like the government, the president. I mean, when they said the president was talking about aliens and stuff, he was smiling and everything. But there has to be a slip up. But I know people. Here's the problem. People that are telling stories stay out there and keep spreading those stories. The people that have the truth disappear. In 1996, 200 UFO people disappeared. A lot of them were killed. A lot of them just disappeared. So, uh, again, I'm talking my best friend. I knew him since I was 12 years old. And it, he was, I was, this was only in 96 that, that we were trying to show him UFOs. He said he was working for NASA. He designed parts for the space shuttle and everything else. But he said he wasn't allowed to deal with UFOs. The next night, he ne I never got in touch with him. Called his house for three days. I kept doing his recording. Called the school up. His kids were gone. They didn't come to school. And I found they left the recording on for a year. I worked for the phone company. And I found out the phone line was shut down, but it was left open for anybody calling his number. And I used to call once a week. Why don't you let him go? I know you got him. What are you doing to him? Why can't you let him go? He's not, he doesn't know nothing. He's not a UFO person. And they never, I never heard from him again since that. But again, what you're saying, it is hard. But that's why they have to let all these people with programmed ideas out there throwing more junk on top of whatever could be real or whatever is real. I work with, you name them. I, I dealt with the top UFO people for, I'd say, about 30 years. I mean, uh, Larry Warren, who wrote Left at East Gate, I was with him the, the, the month before he released his book. Uh, these people have incredible stories. His book, he actually did a video, a show on uh, the History Channel mm -hmm. when he was at uh, the base when the ship came over it. Now, the, the captain, the, the general, all these different people came out and admitted touching the UFO and all these different things. So even that's not real public, even though it's there. They admitted it. Uh, now, I wouldn't say a person's name. She's on coast to coast all the time and talks about the story. And she kept the story going for like six years. And it wasn't her that broke the story. It was the person that came out that was the, the general or captain at the time and says, yeah, the ship was there and he touched it. Uh, and I mean, Larry Warren's an incredible person. But it took him 10 years to get his, his own name back because once he got thrown out of the Army, uh, they stripped everything, his Social Security and yeah, everything well, about you, him. You've got to ask yourself, are these credible people, if, they're, if they want to actually, and they do, violate their, their oath? Like, how can we trust anything well, they say? How can you trust a traitor? Okay. Let me say this. I don't believe there—I mean, the word credibility— mm -hmm. uh, to the average person, means doctor. You have to have a DR in front of no, your name. No, no, a no, scientist. no, no, no. You don't have to have a doctor in front of your name to be credible. You have to be a... In a court of... Good, huh? okay, sorry. Come on. I was in law enforcement for a number of years. I saw, I saw a number, a vast number of credible people in court giving testimony, expert witness, expert experts in, in oh, no. many well, fields and they weren't doctors here's the here's the problem to that okay all right well, I'll, I'll explain it two ways anybody mm -hmm. that gets abducted for real not has a bad dream or has a bad vision did a bad drug or whatever somebody that was taken in a ship for real like walter travis somebody that was there and people mean, saw you, it you mean travis that Walden. person yeah, sorry, I, re I got dyslexia, so I always reverse oh, everything. Okay. All right. uh, but he, uh, 
had witnesses the whole thing. What I'm saying is, once you get abducted, like my best friend, I worked with hypnosis with her for a couple of years. Years after she stopped working with Bud Hopkins. Yeah. But uh, your mind will never be the same as it was before it happened. Ever. But, but no matter what you do, yeah. what, what drugs you take. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been working with uh, abductees for a long time now. Yeah, but hypnosis... Not one of them has... Hypnosis isn't recognized. Hypnosis isn't recognized because if it was, it could be used in court, and it's not. Because well, the reason because why hypnosis, wait 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 no because, let me tell you the reason no, no, why no no wait a second here let hold me on tell you the reason why the reason why is because a per, the person who is doing the the uh, conducting the hypnosis session can actually sway the person who is under hypnosis or you know it's it's not a science I wait wait I understand wait wait no you say it's not a science yeah of course they I say. say it's not a science let me say why. Here's something that's a fact, and I can tell you for a fact that it's true. Under hypnosis, Mm -hmm. if the person gets hypnotized, I mean hypnotized, not playing the game that he's hypnotized, Mm -hmm. you can make him do anything. A person will... You can make him tell... Any person that's hypnotized, you can make them do anything that you want them to do. Now, Hypnotism can't... Hypnotists can't say they can do that because then it would be a danger to the world. I know many... The same as... Now, wait, 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 let me finish this. The hypnotist I worked with was an army hypnotist. Yeah. He worked in the army in mm-hmm. World War II. Okay. He was proving that if he hypnotized somebody, they would go out and shoot their brother, their sister, shoot their child. They would do anything that they were programmed to do. Like the person that killed Ken, uh, John Lennon, the person that killed Ozzy Oswald. I mean, they're programs that are stuck in their mind. They cannot do anything about it if they're hypnotized by a good hypnotist that knows what he's doing. Who's Second awesome? of all... We have entity... uh, 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 Go ahead, sorry. I'm trying to figure out who Ozzy Oswald is. Uh, uh, Oswald, sorry, the person that killed, the the assassinating uh, the person that killed Kennedy. Oh, oh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Right, sorry. I'm very bad with names. Good thing you caught me. Uh, But what I was trying to say is, uh, when you hypnotize somebody, Mm -hmm. if you hypnotize them right, they only hear your thought. You reprogram what they're going to see if they're going to shoot their brother, you don't say you're going to shoot your brother. You're going to say you're going to shoot this alien being or this creature or this a clone of a person that's trying to take over your, body, your son, your brother's life, and you recreate an idea that they believe. And that's what aliens have to do when they, hit, when they, when they take somebody, they put a program in them. 90% of all alien abductees, and there's a conference coming up in two months called Alien Con, C-O-N, Abductors uh, Experiences Conference. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a program, a serious program they're going to do to people that were already programmed. Uh, but when I work with these people, I work from a spiritual level, and very few hypnotists can do that either. Uh, and I'll say one thing. No doctor, no psychiatrist will agree on aliens, will agree on abduction, and agree on possession. So those things that are real that mankind will not accept because they don't want to can't be brought into reality, and then otherwise... Too many people would get off from being murderers and this, that, and the other thing. And well, Lanelli made them do it, or this or, did it. Or is it? A, or is it true? Or is it because these things really do not exist in the mind of a rational person that these are phobias? They're psych. They're psychiatric well, problems. Well, when a when a four year old gets possessed, uh-huh. all right. When a child gets possessed by a DNA, right. I can tell you multiple stories of sexual problems and things like that. For me personally, uh, I experienced multiple things that proved it at every level. Like mm-hmm. even uh, 
past life regression, which I do, yeah. and regression, being aware of your past lives. Mm-hmm. I was 11 years old. I never saw a naked woman. I had a dream, a vision, whatever. It was a past life, which I learned later. I was married to a Japanese woman and was having sex with her. I was 11 years old, never saw a naked body. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see a naked body until months later when I saw my first Playboy magazine. And, and then, it, then it started trying to relate to what my dream was about, my experience, because I was shaking and crying when I woke up. I had no idea what it was. I mean, but again, when, when a person experiences something, something that they couldn't have been told the program, which most people do, mm-hmm. most children are programmed by what their body, even in the body, a child hears what's going around them. They feel the vibration and the energy of things that are around them. I've dealt with every aspect at, of these things at so many different levels, so many different people. Again, when a person's abducted and an alien takes them into a, their ship, they're given a program. And that's the only reason why the government in the beginning allowed them to abduct so many people mm-hmm. is because they were not supposed to remember anything that happened. Now, even the astronaut, I, I'm bad with names. I had him on my show. But uh, he said that everybody's going to be abducted twice in their life. And this is the astronaut. Okay, uh, now, that went to the now, moon. now when you it's talk awesome. when you when you talk about your show, uh, what network was it on, or was it an internet show? It was freedomslips.com. Oh, an internet an internet audio show. An internet radio, yeah, yeah okay. internet gotcha. audio show. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I did a few I did a few TV shows as well, uh-huh. but uh, again, I was dealing with multiple people, mm-hmm. and I worked with hypnosis all my life, and I, like. But people say, well, you can't make anybody do anything they don't want to. And I said, that's a total lie. If they get hypnotized, the first thing you do, you can make their arm a bar, bar of steel. And then when you push on their hand, if you can't lift their whole body up, they're faking. It's that simple. Because you cannot do that with your physical mind. So this test that you can do to people right away to make sure that they're hypnotized. Uh, even American, uh, America's Got Talent, they had a hypnotist come on and he hypnotized Howie to do things that he would never have done. But the next time he came out, he brought uh, somebody on, and they, they, he couldn't hypnotize him, and they just threw him off the stage. But hypnosis is only geared to people that are able to be hypnotized. So are, and not everybody can. So is it fair to say that hypnosis only works on weak-minded persons? That's true. So, a, per, so, the, a, person, the, the, so a person who doesn't who has a weak mind who may have problems separating reality from fantasy as well. Well, that's kind of true, but here's what the hypnotist that the army hypnotist I work with said. His name was Mel Protus. Mm-hmm. He said to me, if you work with a person that's doing drugs and you hypnotize them, because he was doing people in the army, he says a lot of times these guys were on drugs, and when he hypnotized them, they wouldn't come back. And he'd leave them there for a week, hypnotize until they decide to come back, because they, they treated it as a high. Once their body started feeling different, they treated it as a high, and they didn't want to come back. He said... The worst thing to do is hypnotize anybody on drugs and make sure that they're not before you start. And this is what he also told me, because I was a stage magician for half of my life. And he wanted me to teach him stage magic. Uh, not stage magic, magic to All do right, for ta- children. Ta- Tommy, I've got to take a commercial break here. Please stand by. Explanation, oh, sure. Tommy Hawksblood is our guest. www.adventuresintothestrange.com We'll be back on the other side of the short break. Don't go away. One bites the dust Another one bites the dust And another one gone And another one gone Another one bites the dust Hey, hey, hey 
wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. Manifestation is driven by imagination, intent, and passion. In our culture, all three have been distorted and disabled by modern media and exploitation. Re-engage your imagination and your passion by entering into the world of paranormal romance. Kahir O'Donnell takes her readers on an exciting journey into the endless possibilities of loving, passionate, and mutually respectful male-female relationship. Her latest book, The Long Dark Night, features special ops adventure, a daring rescue, a psychic woman from the stars, and a special agent that will die to protect her. The Long Dark Night by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or amazon.com. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Of all the love I have won or have lost. And welcome back. Uh, Tommy Hawksblood is our guest this hour, www.adventuresintothestrange.com. Tommy, if these extraterrestrials are here, 
why don't they just make themselves known to everybody? Why all the cloak and dagger? Why all the why all these separate selection? Why don't they just just land in front of the White House, in front of Parliament Hill in Ottawa, well, Buckingham Palace, you know, Red Square, the whole bit. Okay, here's a simple scenario for that. Why isn't the United States, Russia, China, Germany, France, Italy, every country friends with each mm-hmm. other? All right, we have, we have seven races coming to this planet outside of the supposedly good ones. All right, they're fighting right now. They've been fighting since. Our government's been fighting with them. I know, I mean, people don't have to accept it, but the government's been working with them as well. How do you know? I mean, even the whistleblower. How do you know? I, how do I know? Yeah. You said, uh, you, said, personally, you said earlier that if a person says something, they can't prove it. They're lying. So tell me, how can you prove it? Because I stood next to an alien. I saw the ship take off. Do you have any photos? I have my. I was 11 years old. My best friend was with me when we saw it. All right, you were 11. Uh, I have a, a lot of. Wait, wait, wait. Let me say this. I have a lot of pictures on my site of uh-huh. a couple of ships that I shot that was like two feet from me, mm-hmm. above us, different things. Uh, we have a ship that's bigger than the Empire State Building in back of the Empire State Building. We shot from 45 miles away. I mean, I have pictures. We had thousands of pictures. Nobody wanted to see pictures. And I'm talking in 96 because. Everybody wasn't making pictures and silhouetting pictures of UFOs over things and everything else. Mm-hmm. They were all real. We had one of the best pictures of a UFO blown up in New York City by one of the top labs mm-hmm. a thousand times. And they, me- they measured the pixels and measured everything. The only thing he could say is it was never tampered with. It was an actual photograph. That's all he could say. It's an unidentified object. Uh, so that's all he would give us. All right. So you're, you're, you're again, an 11-year-old child. You're an 11-year-old child with a... I, I would imagine you're very artistic. Well, I wouldn't say I was artistic. I was uh, smart. Okay, for, for, so, for a word. I mean, I was. Would you, Would you say that you big. have a you had a vivid imagination? Well, I wouldn't say I had an imagination. I didn't imagine things. I mm-hmm. didn't try to imagine things. Things just came to me. Yeah. Uh, and I was shown things. Like okay, when I was a witch when I was sixteen, I could put a spell or do something and watch somebody go flying. I mean, I could say something and watch within two days. All right, Russ, just to show you. Okay. When, when you don't control it, all right, how, how, how voodoo, witchcraft, and, work, and energy works. I was in a phone company sitting in a thing, and I love fishing. Yeah. And this one guy comes to me, oh, I went fishing up Brown Valley in Jersey. Uh-huh. I caught six trout. I said, you're only allowed to keep two. Well, we just stuck them in the freezer and took them. Mm-hmm. I said, that's karma. And, and he said, no. I, and I said, Spirit will pay you back. He was driving home on the highway, smashed his car, it went off the divide, he was laid up in the hospital for six months. He came back six months later, and then he had the nerve to do something and say something to me again. I said, well, Spirit's going to watch, protect the truth, and you're going to be sorry. And then all of a sudden, bang, he was back in the hospital for another three months. Just, just energy thoughts, which people say, well, oh, that's not real either. I studied, I didn't get into voodoo, but I was in people that were high priests, voodoo, of Rudo Santeria and things like that. Jersey was the highest in Santeria. We walk in West New York, all the, all the Rudo priests came in, they bought all the churches and created Santeria. Uh, another horrible religion because, because they do kill things. I mean, they rented hotels and they would, they would find fingers in the hotel rooms, and this is in Jersey and in, in West New York, uh, and things like that. So, I mean, I dealt with every level of it. Getting back to myself personally, mm-hmm. I knew what I was capable of doing then. 
uh, I didn't want to say the really bad thing because right. I, I don't want to have a reverb of people saying it. Sure. But it was probably the worst thing you could possibly think of, and it happened directly within within three hours. So, uh, well, was it a coincidence? Everything in life could be a coincidence, the same as everything could be thought out and planned. It's just a matter of how you want to relate to it when it does happen uh, and how good of the thought. Now, on all these psychic people out there claiming to work with aliens and angels, claiming all these things that are going to happen in the next year, mm-hmm. I'm saying they're all dealing with entities, not, not Michael, think Gabriel, Michael, and Metatron, Alphatron, uh, all these different beings and angels. We're dealing with demons or entities which have come in since the Montreal Project opened up the vortex. And people will see it soon enough. Watch the world. Watch what's going to happen. It will be destroyed in a great way. I'm talking at least, I see half of the planet at least being destroyed. Or we could never go into the Golden Age, which will happen probably before 2020. But the destruction that will happen, I think it's going to happen within three or four months. Uh, starting anyway. I mean, Japan already destroyed the ocean. People don't even want to look at that. The Fukushima wave has hit the West Coast, and they're not doing a thing about it. What can they do? They have to close everything down, which they're not going to do yet. Nobody's talking about what Jade Helm's doing, and they're not saying a word. But they're prepared to do something. If people don't want to be aware and look at the facts and say, well, no, I pray everything's going to be okay. The angels are protecting us. The the aliens are going to come down and make us all spiritual beings. I'm against that completely. No alien that I dealt with at any level, even when I worked with the person that was possessed, aliens do possess people as well in a different way than an an entity would. You know, depossessions. Over the past forty minutes, we, you know, you you've come across as as a person who is an expert in UFOs, spirits, Bigfoot, aliens, angels, Wicca, alien abduction entities. You know, you've done so much, right? And why is that? I, I, and, and no, see, I, my, here's, I can't here's even my talk qu- to my partner. I, here's my question. Yeah. Can you prove any of this? Because you said if a person right, cannot you. prove it, they're lying. So how can you prove this? All right. Uh, here's what... Okay, do you know the name Sean David Martin? Sure. He used to take people to the, uh, Area 51 and what, and by, with a van and bring those people to see the ships land there every, uh, every two weeks until the government caught them, and then they bought all that land around it. The same as we took people up to Wanaka, New Jersey, to see the things that we saw up there. Uh, famous people uh, came there. Uh, I mean, the Crystal Skull was brought there, too, as well. And he wanted to see what would happen with the Crystal Skull if he was put on that vortex. One of the girls was laying on the ground, and this ball of light just peered over her whole, whole body. Everybody saw it. Uh, so I, like, when, I did, when we were lecturing around the United States, we would bring people out at nighttime and let them see these things as well. Now, a good friend of mine, Ed Grimsley, he's got 12 night vision glasses. He take people out, out at nighttime. He just went on a cruise with Sean up to Alaska. Mm-hmm. And they take people and they let them see the ship's fighting in space. Right now, if I could get somebody to come to my house with a good camera, they can film a ship over my house almost every other night when the, when the sky is clear. I'm playing with it. I'm blinking lights at it. It's blinking back three times and different things. I'm doing a lot of things, but I can't get nobody. I have cheap cameras, and, and I just tried filming it. I can't get it. Uh, this camera crew that I have there in Jersey, they'll come to Arizona because that's where my other friend is being abducted and actually actually killed the gray, has the proof, what kind wants of, to go public with everything that they have. What kind of proof? What, what was that? What kind of proof? 
he cut the he cut the alien in half. He got the blood and a piece of the alien, and they analyzed it in three different universities. Analyzed the blood, mm-hmm. the sample of the skin,、uh, and it's a documented story right now. So,、uh, and the other thing is, we have body parts of of a Bigfoot, and we do have、uh, a frozen alien. So, yeah, I want. I don't want to do it. For, I'm not doing it for the money.、Uh, two people need to do it for the money because he's trying to sell his property.、Mm-hmm. There's a vortex on there,、uh, and he's trying to get off of it. I'm dealing with a medicine woman. I'm dealing with a whole bunch of people right now. But the money part of it, like fitting together for somebody to pay. Hey, Tom, Tommy, we've got to say so, to we, we've got to、sure. say so long for tonight,、uh, pal. It was,、uh, it's been a challenge. I mean, a pleasure talking to you. I don't believe a word you've said. I think that you shouldn't give up on your meds. I don't know, Exo Nation. This is more proof of why here on the Exo, some actually do bite the dust. Are you a believer or a skeptic? Send me an email. Exxon at exxonradiotv.com. Just imagine that somebody finds an alien. They don't call CNN. They don't call Fox. They don't call any major media. What they do is they cut it in half. And of course, they don't want to make money. Oh no, they don't want to make money. They're scam artists, for God's sake. And when it comes to hypnosis, you can only hypnotize a person who wants to be. If a person does not want to be hypnotized, you cannot do it, and I am living proof of that. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Hey, hey, another one bites the dust. Hey.